This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair, 33 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Friday. It is the 1st of April, 2022. It's April Fool's Day. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we are under a frost advisory this morning. No fooling. We had some patchy frost develop overnight. That'll burn off by 9 o'clock. We'll have sunny skies today. Very pleasant. A high in the low 60s with a calm wind. We welcome that as we've had some gusty winds the past few days. Now, it should be a nice night, but after 1 a.m., we've got a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms and an overnight low of 44. There's a slight chance of rain early on Saturday. Should be gone by midday. We'll see some clearing, an afternoon high close to 70. Saturday night's low, 42, with clear skies and sunny and 71 on Sunday, with a slight chance of rain back in the forecast on Monday and a high in the low 70s. Right now, it's fair, 33 at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day today. It is Linda Sholin at St. Mary Catholic Church. Now, you know, on the first business day of the month, we always take all of our previous month's employee of the day winners and draw out an employee of the month. And that's what we've done with our March winners. Congratulations to Jessica Stanley with Moralton Abstract. She is our employee of the month for the month of March. And she'll get some additional prizes. A five-day pass to the Moralton Community Center, $20 gift certificate to McNeil Farms Premium Beef, a $25 gift certificate from Tasty Cakes, and a Petty Jean Ham. So congratulations to Jessica Stanley, Moralton Abstract, our March Employee of the Month, and our first Employee of the Day for the month of April. It's Linda Sholin at St. Mary Catholic Church. Turning to obituaries this morning, Charles Carter Alt Jr., age 82 of Quesa, died Tuesday, March 29th. Graveside service will be Saturday, April 2nd, 10 a.m. at Aunt Dilly Cemetery with Brother David Rouse officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the cemetery. In lieu of flowers, donations may be made to the Greenbrier United Methodist Church Food Bank. Colleen Bean Fields, age 88, of Plummerville, died on Wednesday, March 30th. She was a retired elementary school teacher and a member of the First Baptist Church of Plummerville. She is survived by her daughters, Karen Price of Plummerville and Teresa Naff of Plummerville, four grandchildren and several nieces and nephews. Graveside service for Colleen Bean Fields will be held Monday, April 3rd, 2 p.m. at Plummerville Cemetery with Brother Jack Bean officiating. Visitation will be Sunday afternoon from 1 until 5 at the funeral home. Arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. David J. Latimer, age 68, of Moralton, died March 30th. He was a retired employee of FedEx Freight and is survived by his mother, Benny Polk Latimer, children Regina Reedmiller, Christy Ward, David H. Latimer, and D.J. Latimer, one sister, one niece, five grandchildren, and one great-grandson. Funeral service for David J. Latimer will be held Saturday, April 2nd, 2.30 p.m. at the Harris Chapel with Brother Charles Main officiating. Burial will be at Center Ridge Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends tonight from 6 until 8 at the funeral home. George Cleo McNeil, age 84, of Perryville, died Saturday. Funeral service will be this afternoon at 2 at First Baptist Church in Perryville, with Brother Lacey Minnie and Brother Will Doty officiating. 
The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time. Burial will be at Nimrod Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. 735, Fair, 33 at the KVOM Studios. Frost will burn off quickly. We'll have sunny skies and a high of 62 today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, now 737, fair and 33 at the KVOM studios. A suspect believed to be involved in an attempted residential break-in Wednesday night in Atkins has died after being shot by law enforcement officers as the suspect allegedly advanced toward them with a piece of metal pipe. The name of the suspect has not yet been confirmed, as the investigation of the shooting and determination of the suspect's identity continues by special agents of the Arkansas State Police Criminal Investigation Division. Atkins police officers were called to the vicinity of the West Main Street area at approximately 9.40 p.m., where an attempted residential break-in had occurred. Two Atkins police officers and two Pope County Sheriff's deputies later encountered the suspect outside a second residence at 3500 West Main Street. According to initial reports, the suspect began approaching the law enforcement officer armed with a piece of metal pipe. Commands were given to the suspect to drop the pipe, but ignored according to preliminary statements provided to state police. As the suspect continued to advance toward the four officers, each fired their weapons, leading to the suspect dying at the scene. The body of the suspect has been transported to the Arkansas State Crime Laboratory, where the cause and manner of death will be determined and the identity confirmed. The state police investigation will be submitted to the Pope County Prosecuting Attorney to use in a determination whether the use of deadly force by the deputies and police officers was consistent with Arkansas law. A newly formed committee of the Conway County Quorum Court We'll meet next week to begin the process to determine how the county will allocate the $2 million in American Rescue Plan funds that it expects to receive this year. Seven of the court's 11 justices of the peace are on the ARP committee, which is chaired by District 2 JP Patrick Hartman. County Judge Jimmy Hart explains part of the committee's duties will be to decide which entities in the county receive funds for one-time projects. They're going to be looking at people that have asked and you know, and I say this again, this money is not going to be here forever. It's uh, you need to be thinking about if you want to do something, it probably needs to be a one-time capital outlay project for an upgrade or something such as that. And uh, I have total confidence they're going to do a really good job, and uh, they're they're going to do their due diligence too. They're going to ask the hard questions, and they're going to know pretty much about that entity's asking for monies. The first meeting of the ARP committee is scheduled for Monday, April fourth at 1 p.m. in the third-floor conference room at the courthouse in Moralton. The Nemo Vista School District has some changes in store for its leadership team in the next school year. Superintendent Logan Williams announced to patrons Thursday that elementary principal Teresa Verdon will be retiring at the end of the school year. Verdon has served in the position for the past 22 years. The district is reassigning high school and middle school principal Jonna Setzer to the elementary principal position. 
Setzer had served as an elementary principal before she came to Nemo Vista three years ago. The new high school and middle school principal will be Chase Fresnetta, who is being promoted from his position as director of the district's alternative learning environment and dean of students at Nemo Vista High School. Fresnetta has worked at the district since 2016. Governor Asa Hutchinson announced several appointments to various state boards and commissions Thursday. Included in those, Greg Parrish of Bigelow, who was appointed to the State Crime Laboratory Board for a term to expire January 14th of 2029. In addition, Michael Lamoureux of Russellville was appointed to the Board of Trustees of Arkansas Tech University. Kelly Erstein of Conway was appointed to the Arkansas Higher Education Coordinating Board. Matthew Scott of Russellville was appointed to the State Emergency Response Commission. Julia Stokes of Dardanelle was appointed to the Yale County Quorum Court as JP for District 4. Jonathan Taylor of Conway and Carol McDearman of Greenbrier were reappointed to the Arkansas State Rehabilitation Council. James Gillum of Clinton was appointed to the Arkansas Veterans Commission. Damon Reed of Conway was appointed to the Arkansas Local Police and Fire Retirement System Board of Trustees. And Stephanie Garner of Russellville was reappointed to the Board of Directors of the Arkansas Development Finance Authority. All congregations of Jehovah's Witnesses across the world are being encouraged to begin holding in-person meetings beginning today. For most of the past two years, buildings for worship have remained closed globally due to the risks associated with meeting in person. Rick Batchelor of Moralton has been attending meetings for 41 years. He misses meeting in person and says being with friends is so encouraging and he looks forward to seeing them all again. U.S. spokesman for Jehovah's Witnesses Robert Hendricks says the timing for a return to in-person meetings is perfect. We have two global events in April. One on April 10th in most congregations, a special lecture entitled, Where Can You Find Real Hope? Powerful theme. And then April 15th, the holiest day of the year for most Christians, certainly for Jehovah's Witnesses, the memorial of Christ's death. Jehovah's Witnesses around the world and those who join them are going to really benefit from being back together in person again. It will have a powerful effect on our brotherhood. Both of these gatherings will be held in person with live speakers at local kingdom halls, including in Moralton. Guidelines for holding hybrid meetings have been sent to all congregations in the United States. Over the past six months, Many Kingdom Halls have been equipped with the required technology to hold a productive meeting that allows for in-person and remote attendees, all of whom can participate in the discussions. Coming up on 743, let's check our market report. Here's Edna Hill of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, markets closed sharply lower on the last day of the quarter as a drop in energy prices failed to spur a broader market rally. Defensive sectors like consumer staples and utilities outperformed on the day. This comes as the Biden administration announced a plan to release a million barrels of oil per day from the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve. As a result, crude oil moved notably lower with the WTI down by over 6 percent to 101 levels. Meanwhile, Treasury bond yields have consolidated after moving sharply higher earlier in the month. The U.S. 10-year yield is down to 2.32% after approaching 2.50% last week. The 10-year versus 2-year yield curve, which has been closely followed, now stands at 0.03% after inverting briefly earlier this month. Historically, while the inversion of the yield curve has been a predictor of economic slowdown ahead, there has been a lag impact of upwards of 23 months before recession. During this time, markets can continue to perform well. The Dow closed at 34,678, down 550 points. 
NASDAQ closed at 14,221, down 222 points. Volume was heavy as 1.2 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to our Kansans, AT&T down 0.51 at 23.63. Bank of America down 1.78 at 41.22. Centerpoint Energy down 0.14 at 30.64. Darren Company down 0.09 at 415.46. Energy Corp down 0.29 at 116.75. Under Armour down 0.52 at 15.56. Simmons Bank down 0.78 at 26.22. Regions Financial down 0.39 at 22.26. Southwestern Energy up 0.07 at 7.17. Tyson Foods up 0.92 at 89.63. Walmart down 0.95 at 148.92. Live Ramp down 1.09 at 37.39. Interpublic Group down 1.05 at 35.45. Nextera Energy down 0.79 at 84.71. Natural gas up 0.05 at 5.65. Purchase metals were mixed. Gold was up $2.50 at 1,941.50. And silver was down 0.13 at 24.99. I'm Edna Hill with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Marlton. On the KVOM community calendar, pre-registration for grades K through 12 For the 2022-23 school years open at Sacred Heart Catholic School in Moralton, new students who pre-register by today qualify for a discounted pre-registration fee of $30 per child. The fee increases to $50 after today. To pre-register your child in any grade, visit sacredheartmoralton.org or pick up a registration form from the school office. The Forestry Division of the Arkansas Department of Agriculture We'll be giving away 800 free trees outside the Garden Center at Walmart in Moralton today from 10 until 2. There is a limit of five free trees per person. They'll be given away on a first-come, first-served basis. The Conway County Election Commission meets today at noon in the first-floor conference room at the courthouse in Moralton. The Moralton Knights of Columbus will host their annual fish fry today at the hall at 808 North Cedar Street. Takeouts and dine-in are available from 5 to 7 p.m. Dine-in meals with all-you-can-eat catfish, Fries, hush puppies, and slaw are $15, $8 for kids 6 to 12, and free for kids age 5 and under. Takeout meals are $12. Kilgore Cemetery, Highway 9 in Birdtown will have its annual cleanup day tomorrow and then again Saturday, April 9th. Childers Cemetery, Highway 247 west of Hattieville having its annual cleanup day tomorrow. Volunteers are asked to bring their own tools and waste bags. If you're unable to help with the cleanup but you'd still like to make a donation for the upkeep, to the Childers Cemetery Association, contact Linda Brigler, 501-327-1003. The Downtown Church of Christ in Moralton is holding a gospel meeting starting Sunday through next Wednesday with guest speaker Glenn Newton of the Agape Church of Christ in St. John's, Florida. Service times 9 a.m. Sunday, 7 p.m. nightly. A dinner served at 6 o'clock Monday through Wednesday. Portland Missionary Baptist Church in Plummerville is holding its spring revival meeting Sunday through Wednesday. Meetings start at 10.45 a.m. and 5 p.m. Sunday, and then 4, 5, 6, and 7 p.m. Monday through Wednesday. The guest speaker, Pastor Brandon White, from Indian Mission Baptist Church in Smithville, Oklahoma. The advising and registration process for the fall 2022 semester at UACCM is underway. Current students can visit uaccm.edu slash student slash advising to book an advising appointment prior to Monday. New students can book an advising appointment online beginning April 4th, and register with their advisor beginning April 18th. 
Moralton Primary School is holding ABC Pre-K registration for the 2022-23 school year Monday and Tuesday, 9.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. in the ABC office, a copy of the child's birth certificate, social security card, immunization record, current well-child checkup, and proof of household income are required to complete the registration application. And for more information, you can call Director Brenda Benson at 501-354-7606. If you missed our news, we invite you to tune in to the KVOM Newswatch podcast. You tune in using your phone or other device. It's available on the KVOM website, the KVOM free mobile app, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and is brought to you each weekday by Petty Jean State Bank. 749, coming up on our close-up segment, a visit with Shannon Autry from the Conway County Extension Service. Up next, Eric Tyler has your sports and weather as KVOM's morning news watch continues fair in 33 degrees at the KVOM Studios. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hey, if you news watch with sports, I'm Eric Tyler. Sophomore Sophie Warman and senior Marty Heidenreich each had four hits and two RBIs as the Marlton High School softball team beat Dardanelle 11-8 in a 4A4 conference game in Dardanelle on Thursday. Junior Cheyenne Kemp drove in three runs and hit her seventh home run of the season for the Dixon Family Dental Big Smile play of the game. Junior Olivia Self had three hits and two RBIs and senior Lakin Lawrence had two hits and scored four runs for the Devil Dogs. Junior Lane Tilly allowed just one earned run over five innings in relief to earn the win in the circle as Marlton improves to 8-3 and overall, 2-0 in conference play. In a late schedule change, the Devil Dogs will play at home against Atkins today for a non-conference game, first pitch at 4.30 p.m. MHS baseball team plays at Dardnell today for a 4-4 conference game, first pitch is scheduled for 4.30, and we'll have the broadcast of that game for you live on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800. The Sacred Heart softball team dropped a non-conference game to Conway Christian 17-7 on Thursday. Senior Carly Cooper drove in three runs for the Lady Knights, who will resume conference play at Wonderview on Monday, and again we'll broadcast live on Motown Radio. Sophomore Jax Andrews had three hits and four RBIs, and Junior Patrick Perry had two hits and four RBIs to lead the Nemo Vista baseball team to a 15-0 win over Bradford in a non-conference game on Thursday afternoon in Center Ridge. Senior Logan Harper earned the win with nine strikeouts over three scoreless innings on the mound as Redhawks improved their record to 7-4. Nemo Vista will play a conference game at Mount Vernon Enola at 4 p.m. today. Nemo Vista softball team also plays at Mount Vernon today. First pick for that one also at 4 o'clock. Warnerview's baseball and softball teams are also in action today with conference games at home against Guy Perkins. Both those games are scheduled to start at 4.30. Marlton High School soccer teams play at home tonight against Mina. Girls game starts at 5 p.m. Boys game to follow at 7. 7.52 now as we look at weather on this Friday morning. And currently we have humidity at 100% with calm winds. Barometric pressure 30.12 inches. Our low temperature this morning 
28 degrees. High yesterday was 53. A year ago today, the low was 30 with a high of 62. Nowhere in the last 24 hours at KVOM, total for the year 15.17 inches. Sunset this evening is 7.32. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.57. And we still have frost advisory in effect until 9 a.m. But we'll warm up to around 62 degrees under mostly sunny skies this afternoon. Partly cloudy tonight, 50% chance of some overnight uh, rain showers. A low around 44, then slight chance of rain tomorrow, mainly in the morning. Uh, gradually clearing through the day, high near 68, and then Sunday, sunny skies, high near 71. And do have slight chance of rain Monday, better chance by late Monday night. Right now, we have got fair skies, 34 degrees in Moralton, 753 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Approaching 757 now in KVOM. We're going on a close-up interview this morning by Shannon Ockrey with the Conway County Cooperative Extinction Service. Good morning, Shannon. Good morning. All right. It is good to have you in, and I know it's a pretty busy time for you in the family and consumer science yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, we've been picking right up for sure. Yeah, I know you've got... Uh, Extinction Homemaker Spring Council. Yes, and we're very excited about our upcoming Spring Council. Um, you know, it's been a little bit since we've been able to hold our Spring Council. We've adjusted and done summer instead and done a few different things, but we're kind of getting back to our normal schedule, and that's wonderful. Uh, but Petty Jean Extension Homemakers are hosting this one. It is on April 22nd, and um, the really exciting thing is we're going to have the opportunity to hold it in the new visitor center up oh. at Petty Jean State Park. So, so, Very um, nice facility there, yeah. yeah, yeah, I've been in part of it. So um, it's it should be um, super nice. They've got a wonderful program planned. Uh, they always do a wonderful job hosting. And so, you know, I want to take a minute and let people know a little bit about Extension Homemakers. Um, it is a club that we focus on educating families and um, having a good time and community service is basically uh, what we work on. And, you know, we have five clubs that are active active in Conway County and so we'd love to reach out and invite anybody to uh, get in contact with us and let us know if that's something you might want to spend some time in we we can find a good club for you and if you go ahead and join now you can come join us for spring council on April 22nd it should be a good time all right now is that kind of a good time to join is that kind of a kickoff anytime's a good time to join Eric yeah. yeah um so no our big um when we renew membership, do all that kind of stuff, that's in July. Um, but it doesn't matter. We'll take folks at any point, anytime. So come on, um, contact us. Uh, if you call our office, which is 501-977-2146, we can get you in contact with some of the club presidents. We like to ask a few questions like what part of the county do you live in? What are some of your interests? That kind of thing. So we can kind of um, see if we can find a good fit. But, um, you know, you're welcome to visit all of our clubs, see uh, what you like, what they're doing, because they all do their own 
uh, projects. We have a countywide project that we do right now. It's with the Coleman County Center for Exceptional Children. All of our clubs are working together and doing something with them each month. Uh, this week, actually, we just finished a beautification project where we planted some dwarf nandinas and daffodil bulbs and some potted plants over at Beginnings Preschool. So uh, the kids seem to enjoy that. They got to take a daffodil bulb home and all that. And then all the other clubs have another smaller project that they do as well so you know you can find one that kind of fits what you're interested in and and all that good stuff so we better move on though all right very good <laughs> yeah no um you have an estate planning workshop yes up? estate planning workshop coming up april 21st and 28th thursday evenings we're holding it over at the workforce training center so we've done one in in the past that was very successful and it was online we did it virtual only um this time we're going to get to have it in person some of our speakers will be joining us remotely um so we can have some uh, some really great speakers that we we worked with the last time but um that will be in person april 21st and 28th six to eight um and the registration will be posted by monday i'll have some information on my facebook page and we'll get that out but the the registration should be live monday so you can go ahead and start getting registered for that if that's something you're interested in we are doing it at no cost this time so um we're pretty excited to be able to offer it at no cost but there'll be lots of great materials we'll be talking about um wills and trusts um one thing that people have always have questions on that we will be covering is um transfer of non-titled goods or like um you know we like to call it what do we do with grandma's yellow pie plate who gets it where does it go how do we figure that out and that's something that we will be covering in addition to some of the more you know technical legal stuff um with wills and trusts and we'll have experts there to help us through that process okay all right very valuable uh information there and that workshop for sure yep and then also your best care rescheduled best care workshop yes that is april 30th um and that's our training for our child care providers we had it previously scheduled and then we got snow and ice and yuck and so um that gives us the opportunity to get a few more folks to join us that will be held at the workforce training center again um april 30th it's an all-day 10-hour workshop where um child care providers can get 10 continuing education hours um, and our child care providers need those hours so they can maintain their certifications and all that good stuff and keep taking great care of our kids and we do offer that for absolutely free um we don't provide lunch we provide snacks though so you'll have to bring your own lunch but other than that um lots of great topics and and it should be a good time and um you know the workforce training center is a great facility to hold trainings and things like that so we're excited that we were able to reschedule it in the same facility so thanks to uaccm for that okay and uh, i know recently i guess were you in the schools for yeah, family last night. night we got to have a family night. So huge thank you to Miss Claire Pruitt, who um, takes care of the Parent Center for South Coleman County School District. We've been trying to get together and um, do a family night, you know, type thing for a while, but we were finally able to do it last night. And I spoke on the topic, um, getting our hearts right. Uh, developing better relationships and we talked about the keys to better relationships and um and we had a really good turnout lots of families came out so that was really exciting we're looking forward to hopefully continuing those um you know next year probably having a series and that kind of stuff so um you know it's just nice to kind of get back to the norm be able to get back in the schools and do the things that we used to do so it, for, it was great yeah for sure and then had a uh, 
I guess it was this week had a pesticide applicator training. Kevin yep. And yep. Kevin and Alicia held down that um, pesticide applicator training this week. And if you did not manage to make it to that one or the one before or the one before, there is one more for this year here in the area. And it is on May 10th. So that'll be your last opportunity to get an in-person pesticide applicator training. Uh, so if you need that, definitely um, mark that on your calendar and get ready. It'll be at 6 o'clock again, uh, Workforce Training Center. We love the Workforce yep. Training Center. It's a good place. <laughs> so, uh, yes, May 10th. So be sure you get that if you are in need. All right, Shannon, we cover everything? I I believe we've got everything that I had on my list, if you can believe it. We're good, Eric. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in. All right. Thank you. All right. In our with the Conway County Extinction Service this morning, it's 8.04 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.